have spent the past probably hour or so, I'll say it's been long enough for a short rest. I don't know if anyone needs to do anything with a short rest, but you have been attempting to gather as much information as you can on the entities within the library and what you could possibly do about basically getting out of the library because there is no other way out. You're, you're trapped in here. So a couple potential plans of things that you could do is releasing Jiriel, the Reaper, will take away a lot of the protections and you can get out that way, but that can have other consequences and that all the souls that are trapped there get to go to the afterlife, which might not be good because Ismerith kind of wants that. But that would be a straightforward way. You could destroy the souls of the cultists. Zamiel believes there is a talisman down below that could be used to destroy them once and for all. You could try and get Ejeriel to help or take on his Marath. You have a couple of options. Emil hasn't been below since she fled and locked the door. But then the only way to go is forward. By the stars, it feels like that took forever. Well, what have we learned? This, uh, Ageriel? Uh, some sort of uh, an angel or, or something. It sounds pretty powerful. Trapped uh, in... Murdered a bunch of uh, cultists. Not sure if they're still around. Oh, they are. Behind locked doors, I think. Hmm. Ejeriel is being used as a trap as to a tra keep the souls of the cultists from moving on, because if they move on, they can become very powerful demons, which is a problem. So he's been stuck here for a while, since before the world ended, and he's not happy about it, so he's been trying to figure out ways to solve the problem. May not have a perfect solution, but probably has a solution if you can find and convince him. I say we find this ethereal angel and uh, see if he can help us. It does seem like an angel might have a bit better of a conversation than a demon, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Or you could just go kill Azmerith. Kill the undead cult leader who wants to be killed. If you're able to destroy the soul with the talisman, if you can find it. What does this talisman look like? Shiny? It's called the Talisman of Oblivion, and it is most likely found in the Cursed Concert Room. Cursed Concert Room. That's where the Duke was working on freeing the musician from the three items that her soul was stuck into, along with the person who did it, using the talisman. Oh, and by chance, would there perhaps still be some of these instruments in said room? 
Oh, I'm sure they are, and they're very dangerous. Hmm. The person who did it does not want to give the pieces of the soul. Does not want to give the musician's soul back. She is kind of crazy. Well, part of Rasha's soul has already been released. What, what would what would happen to do the rest of it? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't like that cursed part of the concert room. It's rather appealing to me. Well, then we should go check out the, the concert room. Cursed or otherwise. Yes. And who knows? Maybe it will have an angel. Well, I hope the angel is friendly. One way to find out. You will need to find a ritual if you want to free the angel, by the way. Your best bet's gonna be looking in the Archive of Fiendish Knowledge. How many archives do you have here? Many. It's a magic library. I, I don't know what you expected when you came in here, but... Fair enough. They were researching a lot of things here. Samuel opens the door for you using the very special key and ushers you through the door very quickly before slamming it behind you and you hear lock. A sensation that is becoming oddly and ominously familiar in this place. Not again. I don't like doors that don't open. She'll open it if she's convinced that you've killed him. If he's gone, yeah, she'll open it. But she can't let him get out. So you walk down the stairs and enter another hallway. There's eerie red light coming from a grand chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Hear the sound of faint music coming from a nearby door. And there's a little sort of antechamber kind of like tucked behind the stairs, which has a very pretty table and a very comfy looking chair and sofa. It looks like a little sitting room. I think Lissandra would just start going towards the music. You start going towards the music, which is the first door on your left, and you just going straight in, or... Peer around the door a bit. Give me a perception check as you peek in through the door. Total 20. You hear there is... A mix of piano and harp music. Ooh, bougie. Also, just roll me an insight check. Can I change that to intelligence? Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Not, not that it'll make that much difference. It's an 8 or a 10, depending. If Eliona and Pasong would like to roll insight or intelligence before you walk into this room. Got an 11. 11, nice. Oh, I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> I was rolling really <laughs> bad last time, too. So. 18. Pasong, you remember Zamiel mentioning that the ritual for freeing Ejiriel is in the Archive of Fiendish Knowledge? And you're pretty sure if they found a way to break the curse, they would also have the instructions in the Archive of Fiendish Knowledge. You should probably go there first. Hmm. 
I think I just remember reading a part about uh, what was it? Um, ah, the archive of fiendish knowledge. We should definitely check that before we uh, try anything that might get us killed. But this music. Yeah, yeah, music is great, but I think reading is more fundamental, don't you think? <sighs> I guess Rasha will have to wait, I suppose. I have a good feeling about this. It's probably the best uh, step right now. Let's find that. Iliona, what do you think? More reading? <laughs> I mean, I'm all for whatever uh, set of circumstances leads to less uh, personal pain and death, and so... Exactly. If that's reading and then music, then then I, I think reading and then music might be the way to go. Ah, fine. It's not like we won't return. We, we definitely will. I, I mean, where are we going to go? Out? <laughs> yeah, not very likely. But with this, we might have a better chance. And then I, we, I, I'd like to lead the way to wherever the, <laughs> that might be. <laughs> If I saw a map or something. Give me an investigation check, because I will say some of these rooms are in fact labeled. Okay. Can we assist? Yeah, I'll let you have it with advantage since all three of you are looking. Oh, that's much better. 18, because before it was four. <laughs> oh, you start to open the door on the right, and then someone's like, wait, no, that's not, and it points to the sign. You're like, oh, okay. So you go to the end of the hallway, around the corner, there's a door immediately to the left is Murph. Archive of Fiendish Knowledge. Gotta love libraries, they're so navigable. Science help. Only if you read them. Is the door open, closed, locked, unlocked, glowing? On fire? Give me investigation. 18. 18 is you are looking at the door... It's not locked. You also spot that it looks like whoever closed this door didn't quite close it all the way, and it might have been recent entry or exit. I think perhaps someone has been here before us. Oh, that's not... Well, I suppose lots and lots of spirits have been here before us for a long time, so... But do spirits use doors? Good question. We'll have to ask. Samuel did. I mean, she was a, she's a skull, but she did. <laughs> Should we knock? We haven't knocked so far, have we? And it hasn't changed anything. Also, I'll say with that investigation, you don't hear any sounds coming from inside. So if there was somebody here before us, they're either being very quiet or they have gone. Well, all right then. I'm gonna go ahead and open it. In we go. You head into the archive of fiendish knowledge. You see rows of shelves that are filled with dozens and dozens of books about demons, devils, hell, evil rituals, so on and so forth. Some volumes are seductive or scholarly work, usually probably not written with the best of intent and full of promises but not sure how many of those promises would actually be followed through on 
fact, this is like the gateway drug to messed up research. Oh, fun. Looking around, is there any sort of key or like Dewey decimal system to figure out where to start? Roll for investigation. Twelve. I'll say you don't really find a key per se, but you do spot as you're just kind of like wandering around trying to figure out how this is organized. You spot there are five books bound with a thin white rope and like some notes sticking out of the top of the pages. Go take a look at those. Who the devil thought they would be able to check books out of a sealed library? Is there anyone else looking around or looking around for anything in particular? Yeah, um, for Basang, is there a title about um, the the uh, releasing of uh, the angel or anything like that? I'll say as you are looking for that, you spot the books that Lysandra is looking at. Hmm. And... Give roll arcana. Ooh. No boost there, but it's a nat 20, so we're good. <laughs> oh! Okay. Let me just unlock my monk knowledge and my. <laughs> You're very versed in books. Part of me pictures song just like goes up, takes the books from Lissandra, and you go like find a table and start looking at them. <laughs> So, these books are on the studies of heavenly planes and their denizens, but from the perspective of fiends and people who follow them, the wording and the phrasing, they're not subtle about the spite and hatred they feel towards angels. And looking at the notes you spot, someone was trying to figure out specific information, and... You're able to figure out the pattern and the ritual like within five minutes of how to free Ejiriel. Oh, perfect. You're welcome. I will definitely share that with the group. <laughs> like, come look at this. <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking about. See, I knew we could find it. Five minutes and found it. <laughs> and Eliona, do you want to roll investigation looking for anything in particular? I think I'm gonna, because I, I know there's like what we found so far is about like Azuriel, but I know that Azuriel was also trying to do this like, you know, clean slate protocol or whatever for all these uh, evil souls in here. And while I imagine that magically trapped angels aren't like the most interested in keeping notes. I, I guess I'm curious to see if Ejeriel perhaps has anything in here about, or if there's anything else that perhaps Ejeriel was studying about that process that he was trying to, or they were trying to uh, connect. Go for it. Give me the roll. 20 total. You are able to find... Some books are like just some pieces. Like you, you'll spot a book, you'll grab it, kind of like flip through and see that it is potentially possible for the angel to, by twisting their nature and some of their abilities, which imagine they've had plenty of time to 
do and find, you know, like, uh, moral and ethical loopholes to make this happen, they would be able to essentially clean slate wipe the past memories and give those souls a fresh start that does go against a lot of what a Jiriel is it goes against their nature they don't judge they just guide but this is one of those unique situations where that might be the only way to break out of this cycle and get unstuck but also they're still stuck here but if that's the best way to get the souls out and get them to move on could potentially work I will say you also, with the 20, you find the instruction manual for how to free the rest of Rasha's soul. All right. With warning notes that the other so, that the other occupant of both instruments does not want that to happen and is not afraid to fight dirty to stop you. Well, definitely share the information about Ejiriel. So essentially... It is possible to free these souls, but it might, you know, sort of pervert Ajiriel's whole purpose for existence, but there might not be any other way to go about it. Oh, and I found these notes about uh, freeing Rasha's soul or something. I don't know if anybody is interested in those. You, you found one, huh? Hello? Hi. Notes about freeing Rasha's soul. Excellent. Lissandra just pops out <laughs> and is just suddenly right there. It's like, thank you. I'll take those. Seems like somebody might uh, put up a bit of a fight <laughs> if that is attempted, just as a heads up. Well, all right then. Battle for souls of the musical variety. We're not afraid of blows. So then, from that book for the ritual, do we need to have physical parts of things uh, to bring to the thing, or...? Is it more like, like how, do, how would that ritual be performed? And we know where the, the trap soul is, right? Do we? Or is it like all around? Oh, we did hear music in that other place that we were going to enter. I think the music is for Asha. Right? Yeah. Also, you know that there's a chamber where the bound souls were kept. Ismerith has since been able to leave said chamber because the urn with his soul broke, but it's across the hallway. Oh, that's convenient, across the hallway. Yeah. How very human of them to stick all of their problems in the basement together. Right. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. Has your pet uh, woken up yet, Leona? I don't know. Again, it's only it's only been a few oh, minutes, yeah. like technically. But okay. It's been at least an hour. An, an hour, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were studying for an hour. I totally forgot what question you asked. Enough that he fell asleep. I think they were fairly non-consequential questions, given information we have since found out. Oh yeah, yeah. I imagine about halfway through your research, just popped up, blurted out the answer, and then just went back to being a cute little ferret. Mm. You might not have actually heard the answer because it was, like, in your pocket. Okay. You just hear this voice coming from your pocket. Hugo, is that you? 
will Hugo answer more questions now, or is Hugo is Hugo done with questions? I'll say that Hugo has some more questions in him. Okay. I guess we'll, we can put it to the group. I assume we only have one question we can ask, and then... You have six questions. Oh, that's nice. So we have six questions. We don't necessarily have to burn them all now, but... No. No. If there's anything we think is pressing that we would like to try to get an answer on at this moment, that's an option. Say mostly what we need to figure out is uh, how to do this ritual and where we need to be to do it. Exactly. I mean, the book says a few things, but do you think the... the what was it? A, a ferret? Is this, is this thing a ferret, Juliana? Mm. Yes. Do you think it knows uh, where to find these things? Because I really hope it's not going to be in another room where it locks us in. I have no idea if it knows where to find any of these things. I, I don't know what this ferret knows, so... It should know everything about this place, though, right? I think that's a large assumption to make, but... <laughs> oh, no. It might, but I think we can ask it if it knows where the items to complete this ritual are. That would be nice. Does the ritual have, like, a name or anything that I can refer to it as, or...? Uh, let me check the book. It's a ritual, and you have to redact it. Oh, great. Oh. I, I love redacting. <laughs> so it's sweet. We can kind of wing that, the, the details of that. Mm -hmm. So. You need a feather from the angel's wing. Can it see and, and maybe take a look at the, the words and the pictures and maybe know what it's alluding to is it is it that intelligent i do not i truly do not know and, and okay. we can find out but we're burning a question to do so that's yeah, the spirit that's, i'm a little <laughs> i'm a little worried with that not 20 you're not going to have any issue doing the ritual oh okay bless okay you're just like oh hey i got this um part of it is you do have to summon him but um, you could perhaps ask the ferret how to summon, because Ajeriel's been part of this library for a while, and the ferret knows a lot about the library. I do like that question. So we'll ask the ferret, Hugo, do you know how to summon Ajeriel? The angel. His physical presence is within the Nazron gem, and his soul is still bound to it, so... You can release the physical presence from the gem that is in the Chamber of Souls. A fitting name. It's across the hallway. <laughs> yes, there's a gem in the Chamber of Souls across the hallway, so... Excellent! Let's make this quick, then. I, I gotta get out of this place. I do not plan on dying here. Well, at least if you did, you might stick around for a while. That's even worse. You'd have so many books to read. Uh, that's true. Do like books. <laughs> that's the spirit. I'm afraid so. There are no spirits in this room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Shall we go across the hall to the Chamber of Souls? Yes, definitely. Let's go. You shall. <laughs> Just roll me a stealth check as you do so. I got a 22. 12. 17. Fasang's getting a bit impatient and losing stealthiness. Exactly. Books falling off as he's carrying them. Step on a little rock. Like, who put the rock here? Damn library. Okay. So you don't get noticed. Everyone roll a perception check to see if you notice. <laughs> oh. Dirty 20. Nat 20. Ooh! 23. Oh, look at us. Very perceptive. Yeah. Noticing so many things. Oh, there was a door right here the whole time. <laughs> you begin to step out the door, going towards the room across the hall that Hugo indicated was the Chamber of Souls. And you all become immediately aware that there's something coming down the hallway. It sounds like two somethings. Oh, no. Um... And... Probably just, like, peek around and you see... A figure that could only be as Merith with a fire elemental. Oh, the demon? Quickly now, quickly. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez, oh, jeez. So give me another round of stealth checks as you are panicked running across the hallway. 25. Oh, damn. So we have a 7, a 25. I got a 7, yeah. Ouch. Who else got seven? <laughs> the, the, the other monk. Oh, Two sevens great. and a 25. <laughs> so somehow, as Lysandra's booking it, left across the hallway with no one noticing, both monks managed to trip on the doorframe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these cloaks are so in the way sometimes. <laughs> you should really get a cloak of billowing. It's very convenient. You both try and go through the doorway at the same time, and there's just... It's not subtle. Oh, God. And you draw the attention of his Merith and his fire elemental, so let's get those initiative rolls. Oh, shit. Uh, a wonderful more souls for my collection. Wonderful indeed. <laughs> across the hall. Not an 11. 19. 16. Like, can the ferret fight? Like, can <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, baby. Excellent. Eliona, you go first. I guess I'm going to run up to Asmerith and try to bonk him with a quarterstaff. Hit him with a big stick? <laughs> 12. That actually hits. Well, that's exciting. X11 bludgeoning damage. And then for the second attack, I will whip around with the other end of the quarterstaff and bonk him again. 25. Absolutely hits. Or eight damage. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to patient defense since I'm standing directly next to a bad guy and a fire elemental. Yeah. So he is less than impressed with the current situation. Now it's the fire elemental's turn. 
you just came up and smacked his boss. So, it's just gonna reach out and touch you. So, the first attack is a 19 to hit. Did you roll a disadvantage? So, that's a 13 to hit for the first 13 one. 13 does not hit. Cool. And the second one, I rolled a 9. So, just goes to grab you and you just effortlessly like, nope, nope. And you can like, feel the heat as it misses you both times. You don't want to be touched by fire elemental. It's a bad time. I imagine that. And that's his turn. Lysandra, it's your turn. Yay! <laughs> Have they noticed me yet? <laughs> I mean, your stealth wall roll was pretty high. I'll say they haven't noticed you. Okay. You, you are perfectly hidden behind the two monks. I, I don't have sneak attack or anything, so that doesn't really make a difference, but <laughs> it does make it more fun. You know what? I think I would like to try and cast Dissonant Whispers on Asmareth. Asmareth. Okay. Which is a DC 15 wisdom save. Oof. Ouch. That's an eight. Okay. For those who don't know, Dissonant Whispers is you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Ouch. Roll that damage. <laughs> That's 11 psychic damage. So as you whisper this melody, you just see just clutches his head, looks very injured, and just starts booking it down the hallway. Fire Elemental just turns and watches. And as a bonus action, I would like to use Bardic Inspiration on Pazan, who's had a tough time the last minute or so. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, come on, pull yourself together. You're, you're, you're good for this. Thank you, friend. Eliana, as you're standing there, you just see his merit just turns and runs. Can I get an opportunity attack? I think so, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're right next to him. 17. That hits. Hit him with a big stick. Nine more damage. This makes me so happy. Asmerith is looking a little rough as he runs away, and it's his turn. He's gonna turn around, and can still only see one person, actually, so he's just gonna huck an Eldritch Blast at you, Eliona. Alright. I believe in you in a non-helpful via die kind of way. Still has disadvantage. Also, good news is, the dice don't like me today. So Huck's an Eldritch Blast and just splashes against the wall behind you. Just like, goes between you and the Fire Elemental and smacks into the wall. And then, my guy's got spells. He's just gonna hang out back there. Song, it's your turn. Okay, let's see here. Your other monk friend is facing off against a fire elemental. And is doing fine, I must say. 
I'd like to move closer. I would like to take out a dagger. Going to throw a knife at a fire elemental. <laughs> I don't have much... Well, I definitely don't want to do some uh, boxing with the with my fist. I mean, if you're moving fast enough, as long as you don't have prolonged contact with the fire, you should be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my dagger at it. <laughs> what happens? Give me the roll. Okay. Oh, that's not very pretty. Yeah, that's a seven. You have inspiration. Oh. You do have bardic inspiration. 1d6. 1d6? Okay, rolling that onto the seven. There's a chance. Oh, I rolled a one, so that's no. an eight. <laughs> no. So you threw in the knife, and it just kind of clatters onto the ground. Okay. And the fire elemental. So I'd like to use Flurry of Blows. After you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to do two Flurry Blows, I believe that's what it says. Yeah, two additional unarmed attacks. Sorry, yeah, two unarmed attacks. So I shall try that. Yeah, you have to scooch a little closer to get within melee range. Okay, so I scooch closer, I pick up my stupid dagger that didn't do anything. And I'm and I'm like right up close now. Start punching. Yeah, just freaking go at it. So that roll isn't very good, the first one. That's a nine. <laughs> Nope. And then, come on, dice. Come on. Jesus, and that's another seven. We ain't getting anywhere with this one today. Nope. Maybe the monks should work on the ritual. <laughs> <Sandra> <laughs> I'm doing fine. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great. You know what? I do have the knowledge. I should work on the ritual. So as you are not able to stab or punch <laughs> fire <laughs> The song is just not having a good time. Even with the inspiration, yeah. Civiliona, it's your turn. I still believe in you. I'm better at All reading. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna use another key point to step of the wind so I can disengage as a bonus action. And then I'm gonna go chase down his mirth. And then I'm going to keep hitting him with stick. Do it. Because it's worked so far. Yeah, the dice like you. <laughs> For now, now that we're talking about it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn sour. First attack. Yep, called it. On cue. <laughs> On cue. Oh, that one. Oh. oh. You go to attack, he just catches your staff, like just pushes it back. He pushes it back, I'll like flip it around and try to bring it up um, under his chin for a second attack. And that is a 19. That one does hit. Hey, max damage, 12 bludgeoning. Nice, you clock him under the chin and he actually, I'll say he actually staggers back slightly. Dude looks rough. You could probably punch him. Just straight up punch him. Well, if I had a bonus action left, I would certainly try, but I'm tapped out. Fair. Now on to the fire elemental. Mm. There's only one target. <laughs> it is going to, once again, attempt to just hit and burn you, Kasong. 
That's a 14 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. The second one does not hit. Okay. Oh. For max damage, you take 15 fire damage. Oh, no. Oh, that's nice. I'll I should have used cutting words. 15, huh? Okay. It just smacks you twice, and you are starting to become a bit of a crispy monk. <laughs> Ouch. That's the fire elemental's turn. Lissandra. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start by running forward out of the doorway, and surprise, I've been here the whole time! <laughs> Which puts me within range of the fire elemental to go ahead and use vicious mockery, because why not? Because I don't think I have any range weapons. Yes. Shit talk the fire elemental. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and taunt the the fire elemental. Which is a DC 15 wisdom save. They're decent at wisdom, bad at intelligence, so fails. Huzzah! So that's 2d4 psychic damage as I run around the corner and it's like, get back from me, you two-bit tinderbox. For max damage. Eight. Hassan, this strange look comes over the elemental's face <laughs> as it looks both offended and just sad. Aww. It looks like he was hurt by what she just said. <sighs> Sticks and stones, huh? Sticks, not so helpful. Stones, maybe. It's so funny. Alright, so next is is Merith's turn. And, Leona, you're being a problem. So, I believe you're going to need to make a wisdom saving throw as he says, why don't you just drop your staff and walk away? He's going to attempt to cast Suggestion. Mm -hmm. Or. The rest of you will see what happens on Ileona's turn. But you do hear is Merith say that. And I feel like, uh, Lysandra, you in particular like, oh. Oh no. Uh, I don't know. I, that's not good at all. I know what that spell is. And Pasong, it's your turn. Seeing that words hurt this uh, thing and not so much my own fists or weapons, I'm going to work on curing myself first. So I will use uh, Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> Go for it. You're hurt. Okay, so second level Cure Wounds with my Staff of Healing. I rolled a... 11! That's decent. You're now a lot less burned. Oh, thank goodness. And um, I uh, I would have a bonus action still, right? You know what? No. No, forget it. I'm gonna use a flurry of blows again. So I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna use a key point and I'm gonna try uh, an arm strike twice. Go for it. So we rolled, pathetically, that's an eight. Oh, come on. Nope. 
One more, come on. Ooh! 23. Yeah! That hits! Finally! Yeah, at first I'm like, okay, let's try a punch. But clearly that didn't work. So then I swung around and did like a, like a, like a kick instead from the back of my foot. And that actually connects. Okay, beautiful. Let's see what that is. That will be a five. It adds up. Hey, damage is damage. Your foot connects with something not long enough to cause damage to yourself. And it's a not quite as bright. And it's gone from looking sad to just looking annoyed with you. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. And Eliona. It's your turn as you drop your staff and begin to walk away. As a point of order, he did say drop staff and walk away. At no point did he tell me not to attack anything. Without the staff. <laughs> you still have to, like, drop your staff and walk away. Right, but I have darts I can throw. So, you drop your staff. Yep. I'm going to roll a d4 to see which direction you walk. You walk into a wall? It's a four, so you just walk. You, you walk oh. right past him. Walk 30 feet away from the fight. Nice. Which means he's flanked now. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say you have completed the suggested activity, so at the end of your turn, you're just like, wait, wait a minute. And it's the fire elemental's turn. And it's just gonna keep dealing with the pesky monk in front of him. With a 23 to hit. Oh yeah, that really hits. Cutting words. And a 13 to hit. Okay, so you cutting words the first attack? Yeah. And that didn't help. Because <laughs> it's only minus nope. one. Ah! I tried. Wait, so how much was it to hit? 23 and then a 13. Okay, so the 13 doesn't land. Okay, so only the first attack hits. Yeah. Lissandra, what do you say for your cutting words? That isn't very effective? Hmm. I, I think it's just like, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> As you say that, it hits the song. Oh god. That was a better roll. Six damage this time. Oh. Oh, thank goodness. And as you talk, like, its attention snaps to you, Lysandra. It's true. And there's rage, and it just... It gets distracted enough that Song is able to dodge the second one. Nice. And Lysandra, it is your turn. I can't reach Asmareth with a movement, but I could reach the elemental. I don't know that I want to get anywhere between the two of them. That sounds like a bad time. But I could try and buy Pasong an out to retreat and start working on the ritual. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Do I think the fire elemental would be immune to blindness or no? Roll Arcana. 16. Fire elementals 
have eyes. They are not immune to blindness. Cool. You may not have seen seen them successfully be blinded, but I also haven't really seen people encounter many fire elementals over the times. It's like, has it been tried? Exactly. I don't know. Why not try it? It has eyes. I can blind it. I will cast blindness deafness at the fire elemental, which is a DC 15 con save. And it rolled a seven. Hooray. Obviously, I choose blinded instead of deafened. So it is now blinded. I'm trying to figure out how what that looks like visually. It does last for one minute. So ten rounds. I think like the motes of light that make up the eyes blackened <laughs> as you do this. Cool. It does get a to an attempt to make another saving throw on each of its yeah. turns, but you know, I'll take it. I wish I had more options for bonus actions, but unfortunately I don't have many, so for aesthetics as I blind this fire elemental, the cloak does indeed billow back in a dramatic way as a bonus action. Just the most dramatic of billowing. Yeah. Just to add, add an effect, make it seem like make it seem like I'm even more powerful than I am. Like an intimidation tactic that it can't even see, because it can't see anything. Roll intimidation. Because <laughs> if his Merith can see... 19. You notice his Merith looks briefly a little a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> no one messes with that which is mine. And so for his turn, he's just going to run into this room and slam the door behind him. Coward. Strategic. Pass on the ritual. On it. <laughs> he's going to cast major armor on himself too. He has work to do. He doesn't have time to deal with this. You have, you have all the time in the world. And so he does a mage armor. And Pasong, it is your turn. I'm going to disengage. <laughs> do you have a bonus action disengage? Let me see. He's blinded, here. so it should be easier anyway. Yeah, I do have like. I can spend a key point to disengage, but if, if, I mean, if I already have a blinded dude in front of me, I think I can just run away, yeah? Yeah. It's going to do an attempt an opportunity attack, but being blinded, it gets disadvantage, which is good. Okay. Uh, that's still an 18. Oh. Oh, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> as you're, so as you're running away, you take 12 fire damage. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. <laughs> You want to grab my potion of healing as you pass? Oh no, I got I got the the staff. So, you are in the room. Okay, okay. So I've used my action. I've used my bonus action. So, now that you're in the room and you can see the layout, you see there is a statue that has the gym in it, and looking around, adding that to your knowledge. There's an arcane symbol on the floor surrounding the statue, and um, you know what words to use and the spell is lifted. But there is one condition, is it has to be done by someone with a light heart. I will say, um, but you see a statue that has a uh, ruby-like crystal in the chest. 
Okay, then I'd like to approach it and uh, kneel. We'll have to circle back because it was your turn to get in here. Okay, okay, okay. Then I'll do that. I'm in the room. Okay. You're in the room and not being hit by a fire elemental, so that's good. I'm halfway health, yep, but I made it. So, Eliona, it's your turn. You see where you dropped your stick on the ground. Yep. <laughs> so, I will go back to here, which is where my staff was, to pick up the staff, and then I will... I think just throw two darts at the fire elemental. Give me the rolls. Ten. Nope. And twenty-one. That one hits. All right. Is it easier to hit because it's blinded? I think that would be for more melee, not ranged. Dang. It takes seven piercing damage from the dart that hits. Nice. That hurt a little bit. It looks very confused by its current situation. <laughs> and I think I'm going to save my key points and stuff, so that's me done. There's not a lot it can do, so it's just going to thrash around trying to hit and hit something. It's not going to hit anything because there's nothing to hit. And then roll that wisdom save again to s- It was wisdom, right? That one's a con save. Con save. To see if it shakes off the blindness, which was a 12. 15. Cool. It's still blinded. Yeah. He's not having a good time. And Lysandra, it's your turn. What do you do? What is worth using on you? Because I want this elemental gone. It's looking kind of hurt, but it's still pretty hearty. Mm-hmm. Do I want to use another spell slot? We don't know what we're getting into after this. Eh, that's a future me problem. I'm going to cast Shatter on it. Okay. Do it. That's going to be another DC 15 con save. All right. And it is a 10-foot radius... On that point, we are all clear of it. No, no friendly fire casualties there. Cool, I got an 18. Dang! This guy is good at con, except for when it comes to shaking off blindness, apparently. Apparently, which means it only takes half damage for 3d8 thunder damage, which I rolled a 17, so eight damage. Yeah, I mean, hey, that that's still a hurt. It doesn't quite have the impact that you've seen Shatter have on other things, but it could be something to do with the fact that this is mostly fire. Maybe. But that does hurt. And is Merith is going to cast Darkness in the Hallway. It's my band name. I think he's going to cast it, like, just outside of the door, so... And is that magical darkness so dark vision can't pierce through it? Yeah. So, there's just a block of darkness just outside of the door, which I do not believe actually impacts anybody, but now it's harder to find the door. I just realized that I am a wood elf, which means all that fire was like, that makes sense. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it would hurt you. <laughs> Just yeah. severely. Just a little. And, Pasong, it is your turn. I would like to come into the ritual. <laughs> the statue's like in the back corner is the one that's the Jiryo. But first you need to move. Summon. Which with that 20 is simple enough. Alright. To do. Well, I, uh, you know, hold up my staff uh, using it sort of like a like a antenna and uh and and and, and try to locate uh, good old ajiriel uh, say i uh i summon thee oh great ajiriel and i also add please and thank you <laughs> it's it's pretty simple so you light a coal and there's like a little brazier in front of the statue and beautiful silver flame rises from it. You focus on that and just start sharing your story. And what is going on right now? And as you're talking, you see a shadow spreading from the flame. It grows wider and wider, growing into the shape of wings and flickering light appears above the flame and grows into a figure that matches the shadow. A hooded form appears in front of you, with massive wings spreading from its back, the lower part of its body disappearing into nothingness. Its face is a grim skull, and it has two gleaming blades in his hand. Doesn't seem hostile towards you, but he says, you called for me? I, uh, wow. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, we, my, me and my friends are here to help, um, cleanse and free the souls uh, as, as we've read and also try to uh, leave this place uh, unharmed there are many dangerous things in this place how do you seek to cleanse the souls well I was kind of hoping you would help with that I do not judge the souls that I ferry I can release them to move on to cleanse would be antithetical to my being. So it's a, sort of like a moral dilemma for yourself, is that right? I am not one to judge. I merely ferry those who've passed to beyond. Well, there's this Ismerith entity out there right now trying to cause more problems if you if we could get your help with that i'm aware of them want to give me an insight check okay all right i got a little bit of a plus there we're looking at a 16. it's going to take a lot to convince ajiriel to basically factory reset these souls okay okay Okay. Someone with a very high charisma. You're a really good argument of why they should go against their nature. Okay. Well, I don't know if uh, charisma's charisma sounds strong suit. Definitely not. Nope. Um. <laughs> would you mind waiting here for a bit as I grab a friend of mine? The entity just shrugs. 
And I think you've taken all of your movement, but you can free action just yell for Lissandra. <laughs> you can just yell from here. I'll just yell, like, really loudly. Lissandra! Need your help! Coming! <laughs> that is your turn, and... Eleona, just run really quickly past it. And put it really hard. <laughs> Ileona, it is your turn. What do you do? Okay. The fire elemental is still blind, yeah? Yes. Okay. So... Which means hitting it with a stick might be a little easier. This side. And then... Yeah. I'm gonna hit it with a stick a couple times. So, at advantage, yeah? Yep. 18 hits. 9 bludgeoning. Second attack, also added advantage. Uh, 17. Yep. Six bludgeoning. And then I will key point to Flurry of Blows to try to punch it a couple times as well while I'm here. It's looking pretty hurt. Okay. Kick it! Things will also get advantage. 24. Absolutely hit. hits. Uh, nine bludgeoning, and last Describe one. how you punched the fire elemental out of existence. It had nine okay. hit points left. <laughs> Beautiful. So yeah, Aelion just runs up, kind of like slides past it to get onto the side where they interpose themselves between the elemental and Lissandra, and then just like whacks at both of the knees with the quarterstaff to like drop it down. And then just, you know, Mike Tyson punch out uppercut, like directly to the jaw um, to finish it off. And the fire elemental just scatters <laughs> as you have killed it. Just embers all over the floor. <laughs> and then just turn around to Lissandra and just kind of like shrug, like seem to be all right. Well done. Well done. Nice show. I think his Merith has no intention of coming out of the room. He's got himself locked up nice and tight. And as far as he knows, you're never getting out of here. So he's just gonna... You're out of combat. Playing the long game. Well, that's good. Let's go see what's going on in there. You don't know what's, what he's doing. He's just not actively coming out of the darkness at the end of the hallway. Like a broody teenager... Yeah, Lissandra is going to run over into the room. And you see Pasong standing before a statue that has almost like the silhouette of this angelic figure with a skull head and two gleaming blades. Um, Pasong says, hey, I found the angel. Very cool. It's quite neat. I, I like your style. Single nod. You needed help with something? Yeah, I don't think I'm getting through to him in terms of helping us out here. Can you, with your eloquent, in your elo eloquent and charismatic ways, maybe have have him see our side a little? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> my flattery. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I suppose I can see if I could ex 
explain ourselves clearly and bring you to the light of our well thought out and planned for decisions. Because we definitely had well thought out plan planned for yeah we yes we, yeah yeah. <laughs> so as you're approaching and saying like I'll help you see my side of things, I think he just says, "I'm familiar with the." duplicitous nature of those who live in this world. I was summoned here by the Duke with the message that there was one who was unable to leave the mortal existence behind. I was brought in to help, but he only sought to bind me. Oh, well, that's terrible. None should be held against their will to perform that which is against their nature. It's just not right. Of course, there are ways, perhaps, that we could free you from your binding to carry on your existence as it will. However, in order to reach that point, we simply must deal with the problem that are these trapped, lost souls in the library, you see. If you choose to free me, I will be able to ferry these souls onwards. That choice is part of your journey. Unfortunately, what we have learned over the past long time of several hours <laughs> is that in doing so, we would be achieving their wishes as well to free them to go back to the dark powers that be so that they may continue their quest to something about taking over humanity, bringing us into an age of darkness and murder and all that. And damnation. Pasang is nodding yeah. his head on the in, on the side. Oh. Da damnation. Damnation. Yeah, that's a great word for it. It's not wrong. And in good conscience to preserve our souls, I don't think we could allow that to happen. Roll a persuasion check. Ooh, can I assist? Because I am in there assisting, nodding along, adding words. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, you don't even need it. <laughs> no need at all. Oh my god. I, oh, perfect. Good thing I brought you in. My goodness. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. Making others see the light. Or something. Once I'm free, I will be able to do this, yes. Do you mean that? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't even have to bring out the big guns. After all, in a way, it's not Ismaris' fault. It was the circumstances of his life that were beyond his choice. Why should a soul be judged simply by the path they were led down against their will without having another chance to live it out as they will, on their own. Sometimes life has a habit of sending you on paths you did not expect or understand. I've experienced this myself. Mm. I don't think any of us expected to be in a library for so long. I'm still trying to find out what happened to the divine realm of my god or all the other things that have changed since. I don't know what happened. All I know is I wish to go back to what is my calling. 
guiding souls to the afterlife. A noble endeavor. I can make no promises as to our being able to assist you in this, but would I be able to call you friend? I would say that I will do my utmost to try. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does appreciate it, and once I am released, you should be able to be free of this place as well, along with those who were trapped unwillingly. I have a question about that, actually. Once you're freed and we can leave, it can be accessible again, correct? It won't lock anybody else up anymore. We can kind of go in and out as we please. What he said. Yes, many of the protections will be lowered. Oh, that's, that's great. That's okay. Because I would really love to come back. Just, you know, not be stuck uh, against my will. But that would be really great. Well, it seems that your path perhaps is not meant to end here. God, no. So you perform the ritual. And you? it almost feels too simple for everything you're trying to accomplish with it. You prepare the components, speak the holy words, and for a few moments, nothing happens. And then you hear a crack coming from the statue as the gem that had trapped the Reaper Angel shatters into a thousand pieces, and a bright light engulfs the room. You sense a powerful presence and hear a few words in your mind. Thank you. I will not forget this. And then the light vanishes. The green glow from the broken urns that lined the other side of the room is gone, and you can only assume that all the souls in prison here have been freed and factory reset, and you should be able to leave the building. I think it's done. Oh. We should find Ileona. Eliona's in the room. I think we turn around and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was quite the presentation. Someone has some pizzazz. I appreciate that. Yes, well done. No panache? I wasn't there, but seems like you did it. The ritual worked, but uh, it wouldn't have been possible without uh, Lysandra's charm, that's for sure. I was not getting through to that angel. Oh, 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 please. I couldn't have done it without you. You, you did the ritual bit. That's, that's the important part. <laughs> I don't know if I would have wanted to mess with that. It was pretty intricate. Uh, it was a lot of fast movements. It was hard to see, so it looked very simple, but it was actually very intricate and, and, and specific. <laughs> see, that's the key about anything that does that, that takes so much effort, is it looks so effortless. Exactly. Exactly. Can I have a deception check song? <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you can't borrow my uh, my, my my modifier for that. Yeah, no, that's a four. Lissandra, <laughs> you you know that's not true. You probably play, you can still play along with it, but you know. <laughs> of course I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I indulge my friends as I lead them in danger in an attempt to protect them. Yeah. Like you do. 
And so you are able to leave the library. I will say Zamiel is still there. Lysandra certainly would uh, beeline straight back for the music room for the cursed concert hall. So you don't leave, you just, your, your first thing is, oh no. I just immediately take those pages out and go back to find Rasha. If that's like the exit scene, then like Passan will be like sighing, like, well, I guess now that we can leave, I, I'll... F- I came here to find a lost bard. I found them in pieces. I'll, I'll come and help. <laughs> I will read a little bit of interesting flavor text as you all go to free of Rasha's souls. It's, you find the notebook of the person who did this, and as you flip through the tattered notebook, it quickly becomes obvious that the author, the sorcerer, was not in their right mind. Ramblings about the weather or people she met turning into brilliant arcane theories, which are interrupted mid-sentence by scribbled drawings or pretty bad gloom and doom poetry. You almost put the book aside just as you notice a passage of interest. I found it, the talisman of oblivion. It is my last resort. If anything goes wrong, I shall use it. Rasha will be mine forever, but if I fail, I will obliterate her soul. She will be mine or she shall perish. The talisman can destroy every disembodied soul, leaving nothing behind. All it requires is part of my life force, torn out of my essence forever, which I shall give willingly if I cannot have Rasha. A drop of warm blood on the black stone and the spear activates. From what I have read, it turns into a beautiful sphere, 50 feet of absolute nothingness. I desire to use it just to observe its otherworldly grace, but I shall first go to my neighbor who is cooking his horrible soup again. I cannot stand the stench of fish. I swear I will slit his throat one day. When was the last time I went to the ocean? Following this paragraph, there are scribbles of fish and waves. <laughs> oh, and people say I'm an intense fan. Ooh. Good thing we didn't use that talisman, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You do have to do battle against the sorcerer's soul and the piano that does thunder damage, but you're able to do the ritual free that that portion of the soul. I imagine kind of like a devil goes down to Georgia, like music off between my my sonic thunder things (laughs) with my... My, my my magical cello against the instruments. Yeah, and the monks have to step in Ileona and song with the harp because the strings um, untie and start with the units. Oh! Yeah, but song will be there every few turns like healing with the staff bonk on, uh, uh, on Lysandra's head. Gear ones. Gear ones. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> so it's it's a pretty epic showdown before you are able to free the soul of Rasha into whatever afterlife awaits her, as well as the sorcerer who did that to her. And find other interesting things, including the talisman that is obsidian and freezing cold to the touch. And also you find the skull of a hellhound and just the, there's a lot of interesting stuff in the library and eventually you are able to leave and 
in the weeks and months that follow, what does your epilogue look like? I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, Basang, in the beginning, was like, I hate this place. Get me out of here. It's musty. It's, you know, awful. But then there's, like, so many books. <laughs> and so uh, dedicates uh, um, his, his personal time to research. And in a way finds many different rituals, and kind of becomes really good at rituals. <laughs> you learn quite a bit of magic. Yeah. Do you think Pasong is able to steer away from the darker paths, though? Because there's a lot of dangerous knowledge in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the staff of healing and all, I think it's more so about cleansing souls and you know, doing that factory reset up and about other cursed places. I think that's more of the angle. So you effectively become a curse breaker. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. There are lots of weird curses that came out of the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. And what about Eliona? I think now that people can freely come back and forth to the library. Oh, you know, probably some spend a lot of their time just exploring the library. Like there's obviously a lot of stuff in there that's, you know, nefarious and not, and that interests them greatly. And so just kind of sort of absorbing as much of the, the, you know, general knowledge as they can, like not necessarily going down a specific path. And then also, you know, like assisting with, the townspeople and like bringing back knowledge to them as well and putting together a task force from the town to try to name the two big rocks because it should be a group effort like it's you know not something that, that I should come up with uh, on my own <laughs> but uh but yeah and there are also tunnels around the big rocks so maybe you go clear those out and clear monsters out sounds like you'll stay in black cleft for a while Hard to, hard to uh, avoid a tunnel, for sure. Yeah. Stay in Black Cliff for a couple of years and then maybe move on to see what else there is out there in this wide post-apocalyptic landscape. Yeah. And Lysandra. Well, the life of Lysandra, Eliana, and Alaren Quintus way. Or just this, sometimes. It's fine. Andra, whatever. I think Lysandra would probably go back to wandering around the countryside and playing shows throughout towns, learning stories, and just hearing where would be the most interesting place to go next. But definitely every time coming back through the area, going to visit the library, because she knows there will be a couple of monks there to say hi to like, well, what'd you learn? What's interesting? What's new? Anything to tell me? And just going around, still playing their their cello sometimes, but always bringing out Frasha's violin for a few songs throughout yeah. to be like, this this was one of the most legendary bards I've ever had the fortune to hear, and keeping it alive. Yeah. I have a feeling that violin, yeah, it's not possessed anymore. It's definitely somewhat magical. <laughs> Sometimes you swear you can hear it playing harmony with itself, but you're not quite sure. You're just lost in the music, and it's like waking out of a dream when the song ends. It's like, wait, 
What? And I imagine there are plenty more adventures to be had in this shattered world. Oh, absolutely. I think we're gonna wrap up there. Thank you all for joining for this random little adventure. Thank we you. Did it. Thank you. I love the adventures in the Braith Shattered Realities world. They're they're so much fun. Um, Orphans of Vine Snake Hill is another fun one that I really Ooh. enjoyed, as well as Faith Reborn, which is more of like a kind of like a longer term game. I've only played parts of it. Absolute blast. Yeah, they sound like fun just from the names. Yeah. I highly recommend go check it out. There are also a lot of different like custom races, classes, cool magic items. It's just fascinating world. It's a lot of fun. And as we sign out, let's go around, remind us who you are and where we can find you. And anything else you want to plug? Don't all speak up at once. Zethe Tenzin, go. Oh, okay, sure, yes. Hi, I'm Tenzin. <laughs> I have been Pasang today. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can find me on socials as uh, Tenzin Days, as in Days of the Week. A thing I'd like to plug is a personal uh, project of mine that I plan to um, start back up again this 2024. It's called Hot People Play TTRPGs, an intimate one-on-ones interview slash actual play setting. Just It's on Spotify. It's on the Amazon, I think, and soon to be Apple when I figure it out. So thank you so much. I can go next. I was about to say, Emily, go. <laughs> ha! I beat you to it. Hello, I'm Emily, better known as As Was Foretold, all around the internet. Uh, my pronouns are they, she, and you can find me behind the scenes and where and whatnot for the Game Woven podcast, a collaborative world world building podcast, building a world one game at a time. You should really check it out. We've got a cool concept with a really cool group and so many fantastic guest stars that I can't even believe it's a thing. But it is, and we love it. And if you want to hear more of Lysandra, technically, you can hear another one of their lives as Azimuth of Bardoon on the Lawful Great Adventures podcast. There's two full campaigns for you to listen to over 100 episodes. 200 episodes? I don't remember. We've, we've got a lot of episodes that you can go back and listen to. It's still a great podcast to check out. I love it <laughs> so much, and I won't let it die. Never. Check out my, my dice and art and stuff. I am MJ. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can find me on rarely used socials at uh, that MJ. Um, I don't really have anything to plug myself, but my lovely, much better than I am spouse is an artist and has a shop called Pushing Whimsy, which you can find at pushingwhimsy.com or pushingwhimsy on Instagram if you're interested in all kinds of like nerdy and inclusive stickers and cards and pins and all that kind of stuff so check that out and i am brianna jean she they i also do things over on game woven which yes is about as chaotic and wild as it sounds mostly do the editing for that as well as all the stuff on pseudonym social and all the stuff over at the graveyard tapes i do too many things it's fine. Got another show coming out in March that I'm very excited about, so keep an eye out for that. 
Yeah, Emily's ecstatic. She's in that one, too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. I have a pool of people I repeat kidnap for things. That's just how it is. She, she, she oh, doesn't yeah, um, kidnap me. I just dive straight in the pool. True. That is true. It's not hard to kidnap some people. But thank you all for listening, and see you next time when I find another random adventure to run.